into OA, but really validated the truth of that it's a threefold illness. I dealt with some of the physical, but not the emotional, mental, and spiritual. So I was really, really, really deeply shut down <clears throat> and, and did not know how to love myself and was really confused. And so through the love and support of the OA program, uh, I was able to uh, change my life one day at a time with the help of countless people. Uh, the, the OA program, countless tools. For me, one of the very helpful tools of the OA program is, of course, the literature. And this, this is a 19, 2090, uh, 1090 um, book of OA. When they first came out with their, their 12 and 12, they hadn't come up with the traditions yet. And so for me, I want to share to you, this is one of my probably favorite pieces of literature um, because you can keep repeating it and going over it again. And as you can see in, in my book, this book has been well loved. It's been well appreciated and visited numerous times. So I wanted to share for you, because being in the program, uh, in 1987, when I finally stopped drinking alcohol or taking drugs and changed the people I was sur that surrounded me, then I have been completely abstinent since 1987. So for 33 years, but I've been in the program since I was 21 and I'm now 70. So one of the things I really appreciated about the 12 and 12 is the, how it describes the steps and really makes them meaningful to a compulsive overeater and addresses some of the key issues and my, my confusions and concerns I have. What I want to re read now is actually just the 12th step, the, pro um, the program summary towards better understood backwards. So that's, that's what this helped me really do again. And so in step 12, we really, really had to look at then, okay, I realize in the OA program, I've learned a whole new set of living skills. Even when things happen to me that I don't like, I can know then that I have a way to face every situation squarely and sanely. Even pandemics, now this wasn't listed in the book, but pandemics are also important. We no longer are afraid of food, either because we are no longer controlled by it. God has lifted food obsession from us, freed us from the obsession and restored us to sanity today. We choose not to eat self-destructively. As we've heard, even if your ass falls off, just put your ass in a box and bring it to a meeting. When, when I retired five years ago, very quickly after that, I needed a total knee replacement. Uh, then I discovered that I had Parkinson's and uh, I was trying to be super helper of my in-laws, which my body said, excuse me, dude, we no longer can support your efforts at, uh, at being a caretaker of everybody else. You're gonna have to learn how to be a caretaker of you and your limits and capacities have now changed. So I'm so grateful for this program that in the last five years, which for me have been the most difficult out of the 30 years previously, is that I have not compulsively overeaten once, I haven't used drugs or alcohol, nor have I beaten up on myself or my spouse. But what I have done is I've used the tools of the program, every single one of them. And so I went to OA meetings, AA meetings, because of the pandemic, three spiritual groups, 
emotional healing groups, a counselor. <laughs> you need it because I never encountered what I was walking through in this season of my life before. And I said, I really don't know what to do. So because of all of this, really, God, based on the maintenance of my spiritual condition, God has lifted the food obsession from me, freed of the obsession and restored to sanity today, we choose not to eat self-destructively. We have new ways of coping with our problems and new practices which make living positive, joyful experience most of the time. Now, we still haven't arrived yet. So even though I'm completely free from compulsive overeating, it's like gone out of my brain and consciousness. You know, I really have just one day at a time for the rest of my life. We need to keep moving forward in recovery, keep developing our spiritual consciousness. So I keep offering service as well, too. So in the last part of the 12 step, for me, it goes over a wonderful program summary of really the whole program. And for me, the only thing in OA I've needed to do is change my entire life several times. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Well, one day at a time. I, I, I was hoping for brain transplants, but they didn't offer any at that time. So I have to go the old fashioned slow way of, of changing everything gradually. The program summary. What are some of the principles inherent in each step that are encouraged to practice in all our affairs? Step one, we learned the principle of honesty. As we admitted our personal powerlessness over food, which I was really powerless over, and the fact that without help, I could not successfully manage my own life, which was true. Now we wanna continue being honest with ourselves in all our affairs. One important way that we practice this honesty today is by admitting that I am still a compulsive overeater and still need daily help. I'm not holy hot stuff. One day at a time, I have complete freedom based on practicing these principles. Step two, we learned hope as we came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. This is the hope we now need to underlie all of our actions. Even in our loneliest hours, we can remind ourselves of the great truth that we are no longer alone. Even on our weakest moments, we can find strength we need if we believe it's available to us and ask for it, which I have done. Car 54, where are you? HP, I'm all screwed up again, confused again. P.S. I need help. Thanks. Give it to me quick. Uh, step three, then. What I needed to do then, step three, I learned faith. We made the most important decision we've ever made. That's the decision to trust God as we understand God with our will and our lives. I've discovered there is a God and Bob is still not it. After all these years, I'm not it, nor are my friends higher power either. So practicing principle of faith today means that we no longer go through life acting how we'd like to be acting at any given moment. Instead, we'll look to a higher power for guidance and strength as we face each decision whatever it should be. Then we go on to steps four and five. We learn courage and integrity as we face the truth about our defects of character. Oh, I'm still not perfect after all these years. Applying these principles in all our affairs means that we're no longer ruled by fear of admitting our mistakes. So I take an inventory. We have integrity to show the world how our true selves no longer needing to appear to the world as perfect people, we can live more fully, having the courage to face up to our mistakes and to test our strengths in the challenges of life. I call these fertilizing growth opportunities. 
They keep coming and coming. Step six, we learned more about the necessity of willingness, willingness as it came entirely ready to let go of my shortcomings, which are many. We apply this principle in many ways now, learning through each day's experiences, the difference between self-will and a simple willingness to cooperate with the guidance of a higher power. Then we go to step seven. In step seven, we began to understand the meaning of humility. We practice this principle today by continuing to let go of status thinking, status seeking, I should say, and thoughts and actions that we belittle ourselves and others and humbly trust God for the removal of our shortcomings. Basically, I practice seeing myself with love and acceptance. Going on to step eight and nine, in steps eight and nine, we look to the damage that I have done others and set about repairing it. Now we apply the same principles of self-discipline and self-love for others in all of our actions. So that really helps me heal all the relationships with my family and friends and myself. Very important. It was so amazing. Self Five minutes. Five minutes? Yeah, thank you. Self-discipline makes us less likely to hurt other people. Practicing these principles, we learn to accept others as they are, not as we would have them be. Step 10, to discover the value of perseverance in working the 12 steps. Practicing this principle in all our affairs, we do the things that we have brought us healing, even though sometimes we wonder if we still need to do it. Yes, we still do. Step 11, this for me has been the most valuable step. I have not missed a day of prayer and meditation in 49 years. And it's really, really been a healing force in my life and has helped guide me through the confusion and especially being in a world with such suffering and sort of how to have right response to it. I learned the principle of spiritual awareness. We turned our attention to the practices of prayer and meditation. I love that. It's very well written, step 11. We practice this principle by seeking the awareness of God's presence in all our affairs and by continuing to nurture our spiritual sensitivity through prayer and meditation. Step 12, the principle of service, <clears throat> which underlies OA's 12 step now can guide our actions both inside and outside of the program and allow our higher power to serve others through us. So basically what we've done through all these steps is we have embarked on a lifelong journey a spiritual growth from isolation to food obsession, we now emerge into a new world. And we realize that we are the message of the program. Each day that we live well, we are well, and we embody the joy of recovery, which attracts others to do us what we have found in OA. So OA is a priceless program. And right now you can sense that our whole human family in America, but really throughout the entire world is suffering deeply. We who have found OA and have a 12-step program of recovery are miracles. We're very, 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 very fortunate. My whole family has died through multiple addictions and many friends that I know. I'm the only person who was able to turn that around. So I hope you really appreciate the courage that each of you show practicing these principles and offer the prayer up to others. May they get what they need from whatever source they're able to receive it to bring healing to them. <clears throat> and lastly, to think about for your own self, don't look around and see what the world needs. See what you need 
to truly come alive and give that to yourself because what the world needs is truly alive people and give that gift to the world and pray that through all of your imperfections and your screw ups and your confusion that higher power can help use that to heal other beings in this world who suffer the same things that you do. That's what's happened in my life. It's an amazing miracle being in this program for so long. So I'm very, very grateful. And, uh, and I'll just mention, I also love the Just For Today from OA. Just for today, I'll try to live through this one day only and not tackle my whole life's problem at once. Just for today, I will be happy. Just for today, I will adjust myself to what is. Just for today, I'll have a quiet half hour all by myself and relax during this half hour, having some time to get a better perspective on my life. So that's what I pray for all of us, that we'll be able to get our collective shit together and share our healing with the world, because right now it's obvious that we really, really need it. So thank you again for your service to OA by attending to your own healing. Yay, whoopee. Thanks. <laughs>